the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. Talking all things financial, whether it be credit cards and why are credit card interest rates so high compared to auto loans. We can talk about the Dreamliner having problems with toilets. Is that an investable action and or not? Or in this case, we can talk to Joe Doe. A writer for thestreet.com, who I want to say specializes in the Fed, it looks like. How are you, Joe? Great. How are you doing? Is it fair that you've been focusing a lot recently on the Federal Reserve? Absolutely. Uh, for, for quite some time now, definitely. What, just help my listeners a little bit here. You work with thestreet.com. Why does anyone need to focus on the Federal Reserve? <laughs> Uh, well, in the current economic climate, uh, it's critical to um, to just the average person because of the way that markets react to Federal Reserve policy. Um, the the biggest thing right now that any person should try to at least understand on a, on a small scale is that the Federal Reserve is purchasing eighty five billion dollars in mortgage-backed securities and longer-term treasuries. In other words, that's the economic stimulus. So when people talk about the Fed's you know, so-called printing money, uh, what they're actually talking about is uh, the Fed purchasing assets on the open market um, to, and also uh, keeping the federal funds rate low uh, as a sort of way to instill some sort of confidence in the market that the Fed is there uh, helping in a, in a very fragile economy. It's fair to say, or I'm not going to put words in your mouth, comment on the link between the Federal Reserve stimulus and the four-and-a-half-year stock market rally. Right. So a lot of the traders that I talk to um, or analysts or even economists, what a lot of them say is that the the Federal Reserve's actions, its economic stimulus, its monetary stimulus, have been um, more so kind of the sentiment, the idea that the Fed is standing by and helping the economy as much as it can. Uh, And and that kind of belief among traders uh, has led to a lot more confidence in stock market. And so when we hit the bottom in March of 2009 on the S&P 500, um, we've really seen a run-up. The Federal Reserve had QE2, then they had QE3, then they had open-ended quantitative easing. All of these things were different type of stimulus programs. And that action, that that, kind of close ear-to-the-ground type of action that the Fed has taken has given a lot of people who who do jump into equity markets um, some confidence that uh, that the Fed is backing what is already a fragile economy, but giving them enough um, you know enough kind of push from behind that they can invest in uh, in equities. Uh, unlike, of course, what we saw in 2009 going into early to, uh, excuse me 2008 going into early 2009. So the Federal Reserve is part of our government, and 
it's an appointed position, but it's not supposed to be political. Would you say the process of appointing a Federal Reserve director or chief um, central banker, is it political now? I, it, it's, um, I'm not sure so much of it's, it's political in the sense of the way we view you know, politics in Congress, but it is, it, it is very common to see the President of the United States who appoints a Federal Reserve Chair to appoint a Federal Reserve Chair person who is uh, in some way who some way identifies with the party of that president. For example, um, Greenspan was appointed by Reagan. Greenspan often identified as a Republican. Uh, you know, Ben Bernanke was identified as a Republican. George W. Bush nominated him as Fed chairman. Um, but what we'll also see is bipartisanship, right? So Greenspan, you know, was reappointed to his position by Bill Clinton, who mm-hmm. was a Republican, and uh, Bernanke was reappointed to his position by Barack Obama, who obviously was a, a, a Democrat. So uh, it can, and it, I guess people can kind of take away is there is some sort of, um, it, it's not necessarily politics as much as it is the kind of the ideology of how you, uh, how you approach monetary policy. I only bring that up because I was listening to um, Jack Lew this morning, Treasury Secretary, speak to Congress, and he just sounded like a Democrat. And I was surprised because you're like, Treasury Secretary, that's not political. And then <laughs> testimony really was like threatening to the Republicans. And I'm kind of jumping and tying it towards the central bank as well, that maybe um, the reason Ben Bernanke's not being reappointed is because of his political views. Um, it, it's it's probably unlikely. Um, okay. w- with with Ben Bernanke, uh, there, there's kind of a mix, right? We don't actually we don't really really know because Bernanke hasn't come out and said it himself, and the president hasn't come out and said it either. But based on what we know, with kind of reports of of people familiar with the situation, Bernanke was uh, considering possibly leaving the Fed after eight years. I mean, you got to remember the past five years have been uh, ten or twenty years for any other Fed. Chair in the way that he has helped, uh, you know, aid uh, the United States economy through the financial crisis. Um, but it, but according to reports, it also sounded like he, the President Obama was kind of looking, um, you know, looking ahead maybe to someone else. Uh, and uh, you know, I talked to one economist who used to work for the Federal Reserve who said that you know he he wasn't too happy with the way that instead of Bernanke coming out and announcing on his own that he would not be you know re- seeking a, another term as Federal Reserve Chairman, the President ended up giving a press conference and saying you know hey listen we'd like to thank Ben Bernanke for everything he's done. Um, it might have been less political. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Ben Bernanke and President Obama did work closely, you know, in 2009 when the president came in and was handling, you know, the, the back end of, of the recession, right, or, or the, the deep, dark days of the recession. So they know each other pretty well. Uh, but um, but now it looks like the new appointment uh, or nomination of Janet Yellen uh, it might be someone who's a, a little bit more in line with the president, but I don't know how much more because Janet Yellen, uh, you know, was very, uh, very close to Ben Bernanke and all the dealings that the Federal Reserve has had since the crisis. So let's talk about this, and we're speaking with Joe Doe, and his last name, D-E-A-U-X. You can find him at thestreet.com, thestreet.com. Um, great author, um, prolific on the Federal Reserve thestreet.com. What do you think about the appointment of Janet Yellen? It seems kind of like the natural fit, right? 
That's what most people have said to me. Um, and and when you and when you look at uh, when you, when you look at kind of her her history, right? I mean, she was. She, she, it's interesting. They come from very different backgrounds, right? Where uh, she's been more of a kind of in the policy limelight, right? So she's very much a part of the kind of the public sector, whereas Ben Bernanke came from kind of the academic background. But when they both were working together uh, at the Fed, one of the big things that Janet Janet Yellen worked on was uh, transparency uh, and communication to the public, to the markets of what the Federal Reserve was doing. Now, Ben Bernanke was the one who was the first to start giving these press conferences after, you know, big uh, Federal Reserve meetings. And a large part of that was because Janet Yellen said, it's important that we start communicating to the markets, especially when we've become such big players in the market, right, with, with their monetary stimulus, um, that we tell them, here's what we're doing, here's what we intend to do moving forward. Um, Janet Yellen, you know, very much uh, kind of on the so-called dovish side. In other words, she believes in loose monetary policy. She believes that more stimulus, uh, at least in, at the current state of the economy, is necessary, which is pretty much in line with, with Ben Bernanke. So uh, they are not the same. In fact, some people say that she is more dovish than Ben Bernanke is, but uh, the two of them have worked so closely together over the past five years uh, in constructing what is a completely different Fed than I think what any uh, you know, other, uh, in, in, you know, uh, time in uh, U.S. history has noticed, of course, the Fed's only 100 years old. One quick question about that Fed being 100 years old, and this is kind of a curveball, and you can answer it how you see fit. Some people don't believe the Federal Reserve should be in existence, that mm-hmm. the dollar should find its own level, that it's long outserved its purpose. I, I, a friend of mine who was a libertarian kind of came up with that theory. And there seems to be some traction to it. Not a lot. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I spent uh, I've spent a lot of time talking to people who do believe that, and that's certainly okay. one thought. Uh, but I, it's also important to remember that um, the the United States economy has faced less recessions and depressions since the creation of the Federal Reserve uh, in a hundred years than it did, uh, you know, in, in the previous. Uh, 100 years of, of of U.S. history, and and it does it does when you kind of when you look at the history of how boom and bust cycles have reacted with the Fed versus before, um, the the evidence shows that we we we've probably been uh, better off having a Federal Reserve, a central bank, uh, than if we haven't. Do you think we should have trading cards for all our various? Federal Reserve members so that Americans can actually learn what they do, whether it be Miller or Volcker or Burns or Bernanke or Greenspan. Do you have a favorite? I I'd, I'd, I think that would be uh, that would be great, right? Um, do Do I have a favorite? I I don't I don't know if I have necessarily a favorite. I mean, there are certain ones. That, that, you know, what, what, what's interesting is if you read some of the older transcripts, right? The transcripts come out five years after the meetings happen. Um, there are there are hawks on the Federal Reserve who bring up very very great points, and then there are the doves who bring up equally great points. And and what's amazing is, you know. These these members are pretty smart, and um, while one may have a totally different idea as to the approach of monetary policy, it, there's a mutual respect because they understand they come from kind of different ideological backgrounds. Um, I think, especially in kind of today's uh, economic climate, it, it would be great to have, uh, you know, like like you said, this trading card idea because. Uh, this goes back to Ben Bernanke's big push throughout his two terms as Federal Reserve Chairman, and that is the importance of financial literacy. Um, and, hey, 
no better way to kick off uh, a better understanding of financial literacy than getting people uh, more involved in understanding how the Federal Reserve operates. I mean, to me, Thanks. not understanding how the Federal Reserve operates is like saying you really don't understand how rep- Got to catch you off, unfortunately. Joe Doe, staff reporter, thestreet.com. Thestreet.com, we have a hard clock. We'll talk to you soon. Um, thanks for being with us. Thestreet.com, Joe Doe, D-E-A-U-X. AM 1220, KDOW, Jones Industrial Average, now higher by 208 points at 50. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.